Welcome back. To, We're back. Yes, we are. Um, to welcome to Scholars and Dolls with H and M. Got Miss M in the building with us. We're coming off a great event. Yeah. Um, the scholarship <laughs> fair, virtual, virtual scholarship fair mm-hmm. was was quite a hit. I had a good time. I did too. I did too. <laughs> I mean, I felt like, um, you know, if you've missed it, mm-hmm. you still have time to register. One more chance. Uh, March fourth is the next event. And again, it will close one week before the event goes live. So um, we <laughs> probably had about three, four hundred people right emailing us um, or messaging me on social media um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning. Yeah, wanting to get in. Wanting to get in. Can you send me a link? You know, and it's it's not like you have to <laughs> register. Right. It's not like a Zoom thing. And I think that's what yeah people you know confuse the the entire virtual fair with right. like it's a zoom link and you're going to hear all these speakers and nope, that's not it. No. And I think that they should understand the, the platform that mm-hmm. you're using. There's a lot of different things that could happen mm-hmm. at once, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is why we right. do it in that way. Right. Right. So I, I thought it was great. I yeah. had um, a really eager session. Yes. Um, that could have probably lasted. I did successful college admissions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think you know, in the in what you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, we could you know rip apart college admissions like we do oh, here yeah. on the show, yeah, and talk about the different aspects of it. So I got some good conversations going, and just the way people are thinking, right, is interesting. Just some of the questions, yeah, and and I I try to um so when I start, I'm always asking, um you know, them questions like you know just to interact, you mm-hmm. know, what are we so I can get a general idea right. who right. What are we doing here? And I want to make sure that parents know that these are the questions that they're being asked Mm -hmm. and they need to be able to answer the questions, particularly, you know, in a situation where I can't see their face. Mm -hmm. And so you you would also want that same child to be able to walk into an interview with strangers and be successful and earn scholarship dollars. And so this is a good way to kind of break the ice on that, Mm because I felt like they started to warm up as they went along and asking questions like I ask. Um you know, where you're from mm-hmm. and then, you know, where are you in the pro like in the process? Like, where do you want to go to school? Right. And I had a lot of people want to go to Ivy's oh. um, in the sessions and we're asking questions specific to like high stakes admissions. Mm-hmm. And so the test optional thing came up mm-hmm. and we had some good conversation mm-hmm. about our schools really test optional. Right. And everyone should know Miss H and Miss M is, is yeah. optional right. for admissions. Right. But when you're trying to, Cross that next threshold of honors colleges or well, scholarship, scholarship money. Merit. Yep. There really um, is not going to be a college. Like I told them yesterday, there's not going to be a college that is going to turn down a good ACT or SAT score. Mm-hmm. So it can help you, you know, more than it can hurt you. Now you don't have to submit it True. if it's not good. Um, but if you can take the time to the relative prep, and get a decent, a good ACT or SAT score, it could take you a long way. And I'm finding, even with at my school, the kids aren't registering. Right. Are they? Do you host at your school? We yeah, we hosted, and mm-hmm. then we didn't have any kids from our school at the one at our school. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they. Great. I've I've my site has been canceled twice. I think right um, because of the numbers. Mm-hmm. So I am finding, even though we're promoting and pushing and. We have fee waivers, like right. all of that. Our our kids aren't aren't um, registering for yeah, and so much so that 
we are considering, you know, in all third-year juniors in the state of South Carolina, we're mm-hmm. taking the ACT. Mm-hmm. The students are not taking it seriously so no. much so that we are considering finding a way to not even do that in the right. normal way that we had done it before because right. it's so many students who are, you know, still getting into the colleges they want with half effort on the ACT mm-hmm. or SAT. And I try to remember it, that people need to know it's a standardized test. Yes. yes. It really does show, you know, how you measure. So we get a lot of people – you know, wanting to, and that's um, just simply their goal to get in. Yeah, they just want to get <laughs> I mean, in. They just want to get in, and um, now they're in. So you're in, but now the next step, right. award letters are coming. Right. Um, I've been seeing them left and right from students. So it's just telling you, you know, this is what you owe. Yeah. You know? and, and I had a student who was interested in that ROTC scholarship mm-hmm. at South Carolina State, and of course, it it can be used at different yeah, universities across the country. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't realize that there was a uh, 19 mm-hmm. ACT, ACT requirement. It's yes. still associated with that. Yep. And so, you know, then they're like, well, I didn't know that. I said, but it's it's written here. Always and, written. <laughs> <laughs> and they were thinking, oh, well, I got into the school. Right. Of course, I talked to the guy in ROTC. Right. Um, he didn't ask me to submit that. And I had mm-hmm. to let them know that, mm-hmm. you know, there's additional pieces to this. That's a separate application. Yep for those U.S. Army scholarships. And so they're learning a lot mm-hmm. about reading the details, and I know that you can attest to that after this week yeah. with getting you know the information out there, but people aren't reading all mm-hmm. the way through. Um, the scholarship essay, you talked about oh. a scholarship application for yesterday. And we had, thir- I think, 13, mm-hmm. and seven, I'm pretty sure, met all qualifications <laughs> and the last I think the last piece that most people um forgot about was to submit a picture because of right. course we did the closing we pre-recorded it right. so you had to have the picture um so again those are our guidelines so if uh, imagine another scholarship organization and I've seen that before Several. You have to su- yeah you have to submit a picture that's part of their their directions mm-hmm. you're disqualified you right. know, for not following directions all the way through. So it's just another learning opportunity, you know, for people to pay attention mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I don't know if it's not state fair, but another one of the larger mm-hmm. in-state South Carolina scholarships yeah. requires a picture to be that's sent. State fair. Yeah, that's the state fair, state fair. Mm-hmm. in advance. So pay attention mm-hmm. to that. Um, we had a student come to our office the other day, and he was his picture kept being rejected uh, for, from ACT. Uh-huh. And so... <laughs> You know, it clearly says this is not a picture of you with other people. Right. This is right. not a picture, whatever. Right. So it was a picture of him from prom oh. that he has sliced himself off the end okay. <laughs> and cropped on his phone and tr- kept trying to upload it. Right. And it kept rejecting it, right. kept rejecting it. And finally, you know, as counselors, which mm-hmm. is what we do, hey, stand against this wall Stay, real quick. This clean white wall oh, and, and then just snap this take a picture. <laughs> so pay attention. I mean, right. that was clearly written. Do not crop it down. It just needs to be you. It needs to be clear. Right. Like, this That's is not, and he, you know, I know he looked nice at prom, mm-hmm. and he was thinking, you know, oh, this is a good picture of me, right. but it's not a glamour not situation. <laughs> like, we just need you to be able to get in there. Right. And it's for identification purposes. So mm-hmm. parents and students, think about it like your driver's license, pi- license picture. It's just to make sure that you are who you say you are. And I think that's even one of the suggestions on yes. the little ACT, like to just go on a clean. Just go stand in yeah. front of the wall, center yeah. blocks, whatever you got yep. going on. Yep. That's where our kids are standing. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, I think it's important to just keep that in mind and reading the, the information that's mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, but those, those kind of things are coming up, too. Yeah. I had a parent reach out afterwards mm-hmm. um, and was talking about they hadn't been admitted to some schools and just from right off. Even some out-of-state schools, I'm familiar with them being test optional at this point. Mm-hmm. And they hadn't received scores, mm-hmm. but had applied. She, they'd applied on Common App. Right. And Common App was saying they were still missing scores, but the school is test optional. Right. So if you're kind of waiting in limbo, I want to mention that. Um, check and make sure that you have like checked all the boxes on mm-hmm. your Common App to make sure everything is going yeah. through. Because they were waiting on two schools to hear right. from two schools that I know kids heard back from. Yeah months ago right and i wanted to make sure that they had everything that they needed to have yeah. and they didn't they hadn't gone back in the common app to see yeah like what they hadn't uploaded i found um i did um creating the success resume but we had some other questions um and i think one of the questions the parents said you know she was trying to you know get her child to do you know several right. applications it's january but i you know i left that alone yeah. um and I was just telling them there are different platforms, Common Black App, mm-hmm. you know, the Coalition um, Common App. Yeah. We're one application. And I, I'm just thinking to, to myself, where have they been? Right. <laughs> like people, Absolutely. I mean, you know, I feel like schools are pushing it or it's out there. Yeah. Um, I'm just not sure where the disconnect, where they don't understand. Like they, some of them were saying, well, the school doesn't have, you know, their own application process you have to go to and i'm like well yes you you have no choice you know if that's what they're using what platform they're using you have no choice right and if that's one of the schools you want to attend right and if you want to add schools go Mm -hmm. ahead and do that there look Mm -hmm. and see all the schools Mm -hmm. um there i have a student who's been admitted to so many schools yeah and jordan too that was one of the questions i said a common black app has i think like 60 right and this particular student, so I was <laughs> thinking about the Common Black College app, and I, I have started to pay attention to looking mm-hmm. at trends. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm interested in trends of how people admit students mm-hmm. or whatever. And I do think that there was a pull through the, through the app mm-hmm. that pulled kids who had uh, uploaded their ACT scores. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you had a higher mark on the ACT, they pulled those out first. They pulled some of those out to offer merit scholarships. Then I noticed that there was like another pool for kids who were below a certain mm. area. So I'm look. I'm I'm still studying a student. I have a student that has like a two eight, mm-hmm. and she's gotten admitted to mm. way more with no test score. Right. Um, schools now these are some of your smaller HBCUs that are on there, mm-hmm. but have been admitted and been right. following up with her um, faster than some of the other schools and mm-hmm. some of my other students who are kind of in that three four to three eight range which Mm -hmm. i thought was interesting so i'm not sure why but i'm thinking they um are trying to like attract kids that really what they feel they're going to come that they can pull yeah and then they want to offer the money out to the other Mm -hmm. students and so i'm looking at that trend i'll be able to report something back probably in the (laughs) summer but one of my students unassumingly she has come through every every other day she got out she bops through there Scarf on her head with mm-hmm. a new acceptance letter. Okay. And she said, I just haven't decided where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. But she um, has done everything we've asked her to do. Right. She had a tough, like, ninth grade year, so her GPA is lower. But, I mean, we have an event or if mm-hmm. we have something, she's done her FAFSA and mm-hmm. she's done those things. And so, you know, we have 
parents who attend like events like we had mm-hmm. and you know they think that their time is up or they've lost you know they didn't have their kid do certain things because right. their gpa wasn't this or that mm-hmm. and i can say for sure she will go someplace oh yeah and be supported and have those things but not just because of her gpa but because she really she decided mm-hmm. she was gonna commit to something she fills out her application she has learned she has a great little essay mm-hmm She's learned how to like advocate for herself. If she hadn't heard something, she calling on the phone. But you know all the little things we talk about. Yeah, that have to happen. Yeah, yeah. And so, it's not just grades, people. I'm trying. No, to- it's it's really not. <laughs> yes, no. a lot. Yeah, we we've seen that. Right. You know that trend. You know lately that they're looking beyond that, and I mm-hmm. think I shared that with um, the group yesterday. That's why it's important to create your resume right. or or take the time to add in. You know, you were in 4-H or right. Girl Scouts or something. There may be a little $1,000. Yeah, and especially if you didn't think it was a big deal. Right, right. I had a Girl Scout. I was excited. Yeah. And she said she was in Girl Scouts and she's 15. I mm-hmm. told her, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times people don't think about no. that. But right. there are scholarships. There's money tied to that. <laughs> you know, and um, I know that they have like something, you know, the equivalent to like Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. You can do all those yep. different things. Yep, the gold award. Right. Yep. So you want to make sure you hang in there mm-hmm. for that and those purposes. So mm-hmm. if you're a child, like like I said, the student I mentioned, 2.8 GPA, but well-rounded, mm-hmm. had to work mm-hmm. based on whatever, you know, her situation was, but really found a way to write about that. Yeah. And kind of change her focus and, yeah. and those things. So stay encouraged. Mm-hmm. But the little, the, the little, pieces like that you don't think were that important like your little bit of time mm-hmm. like you said in 4-H yeah or you went to camp in ninth grade summer before 10th grade yeah. and you forgot to put that on there because yeah. xyz yeah um you got to make sure you put those on there mm-hmm. so yeah. I, and that's what I, I just t- kept telling you know it in parents is okay <laughs> to check behind yeah you know your your child um with their um essays not only with their essays but also with their um their resumes yeah. and and this is the time you know we're in the the second part of the school year so you should be updating right you know your information at this point um so you know parents you may want to double check that too um with your children and, and uh mid-year reports for transcripts oh yeah that's true. they need to you know check to make sure your transcript has changed Yes. And every school is different. Yes. So every district is different. Yes. Yeah. So every district is, you may see an updated GPA, mm-hmm. but whatever is in parchment or whatnot may not be updated mm-hmm. and like may come from the district. This is true. Yeah. So keep that in mind. I had a student who um, was retaking a course and requested it be sent, mm-hmm. but through parchment it's not changed mm-hmm. and it won't be changed. I think our district set a deadline and it's okay. going to change probably on the 30th, but okay. That was because they went to push one button from there for all the schools versus yeah. when I pull it, it looks like it's changed. Yeah. So yeah. you want to make sure that you are uploading those media reports mm-hmm. um, and those things. I know the deadlines for scholarships and admissions is coming mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. So, so we had some January 1st deadlines. We got some February 1st deadlines for college admission i know and then we have some rolling and we have rolling we have rolling yeah um so you know if you (laughs) haven't gotten on the bandwagon with applying yet and i've met some parents and students yesterday that they were trying to give themselves first semester i'm not sure why Um, you know there were some they were doing some soul searching whatever but 
you know, some of the desired schools that they're interested in probably had hard deadlines. Yeah. And, you know, you may want to go to a technical school first and then transfer and, you know, apply again next year. I gave one parent that suggestion or they could start off at another school. Right. Um, it's just cheaper nowadays. I know in our state, most technical schools are free. Right. If, yeah. You know, when you're at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. And so you want to make sure I've heard this and I've been trying to work with the student through this thought process. Mm -hmm. They want to go to a school and then they'll just transfer to another school. Mm -hmm. But the first school they're choosing is private or, Mm -hmm. you know, it costs too much money to Mm -hmm. even play that game. For example, um, you know, they got into one school because it's private and they're Mm -hmm. like, well, I'll just go there. And for those of you in South Carolina, I use it as an example. I'll just go to Benedict Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to transfer to Mm -hmm. the university of South Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that you want to be in Columbia. Right. But Benedict is private. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a, it's not a financially. Right. If that's your plan. Now you can go to Benedict and have a great time and then mm-hmm. you might want to stay. Mm-hmm. Or you just want to see what it's like. But if it's about just holding the space until you can transfer to another school, mm-hmm. consider the community college technical right. route. Right. Um, and so you can use articulation agreements to make sure that. Classes really are going to transfer. transfer money out yes. there for students yes. as well. Yes. Um, and it, the, it's not as hard to get in no. as a transfer. Right, right. So um, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I've just, I see that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'll just go here first and then I'll transfer. Mm-hmm. But you are committing yep. $30,000, $40,000 to Ugh. one place just so you can say you went someplace. Yep. I mean, um, it's just not a. Yeah, a great idea. I mean, <laughs> It's not a great plan. <laughs> so, I'd never agree with that. Yeah. You know, so use, I always tell the students if, if you plan to, if you still want to go to a USC or a Clemson, start off at, you know, your technical school. You know, a lot of our students, they do dual enrollment. Right. You know, they want to stay finish at the technical school and then transfer, you know, in their sophomore year, their right. second year. Still another great plan. Um, financially, it makes sense. Right. You know, for um, some students, but yeah, check. I mean, those are things that you can also check out as well because I know from working with another student that USC, Clemson, they offer really great transfer packages right? Um, for students. Um, check in your state um, to see what type of transfer packages are, are offered, you know, currently. Right. I know that you can work very closely. They have articulation mm-hmm. counselors that mm-hmm. are, 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 they know that when you get to that particular school at your local community colleges, around the country, if they know that when you get there, if you're honest and say, I plan to mm-hmm. transfer to the University of Texas at Austin after two years, mm-hmm. after I get my associate's degree, they'll help you take the courses you need to take mm-hmm. to do that. That's what their job is. Yep. And so in those larger states, and then we have listeners from all over the country, um, Florida is mm-hmm. a good example. Um, even see even more of it in Georgia, but definitely Florida, Texas, California, New York, take advantage of those mm-hmm. um, two-year options and then transferring in because the stress I'm just telling of it. <laughs> I mean, the schools are huge, and, uh, you know, we, we're familiar with that, and we've, we've been working with students from all over the place. Yeah. Um, but like I mentioned, I had some students who asked questions specifically about dual enrollment, mm-hmm. and they're from all over the place. And so I was giving them my advice from a – as a former Duke admissions officer – and they were asking about dual enrollment mm-hmm. versus AP and mm-hmm. IB. Mm-hmm. And I just had to go ahead and tell them yeah. that while that 
dual enrollment is going to help your GPA. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for people in our state. Right. If you're looking at competing right. nationally and internationally, yeah. um, then you would you would choose the standard, the top level courses that yeah. you can offer, right. which the International Baccalaureate Program mm-hmm. is a international standard. Right. It's written a certain way mm-hmm. for a certain reason. And advanced placement is written that way mm-hmm. for a certain reason. Yeah. And so that's why you can use, you know, your AP credits yeah. and your IB credits, depending on what your majors are and those kind of things. So keep that in mind. Nothing against dual enrollment. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to make it very clear. And I'll say this, you know, depending on where you live, you may not have an option for right. AP or IB. Like my school only has one AP class. Right. So, you know, and everybody can't take it. It's right. calculus. So keep in mind that, you know, your schools that are looking at this understand. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a smaller school, you may only have options, options for, for dual enrollment. Yeah. But some of us are choosing a dual enrollment <laughs> because of that GPA boost and weighted GPA. Right. So we just need to make sure <laughs> that people understand that. <laughs> On that note, let's take a minute to listen to a message from our sponsors. You. Yes, you. Did you know you have the unique ability to positively impact a child for life? It's true. Becoming a licensed foster parent means your ability to make a life-changing difference in the life of a child is a certainty. Hi, we are Family Preservation Community Services, a private nonprofit foster care agency that works in both North and South Carolina to help children have loving and nurturing home environments. Do you have an extra bedroom? Do you have the patient to help mold and shape a child who may be a little shy and reserved due to past neglect, abuse, or other traumas. If you answered yes to any or all of the above questions and feel you are that somebody who has room in their hearts to foster a child, then please give us a call right away at 888-782-3424, extension 11 or 12, or visit the website. That's fpcscorp.com. We know becoming a foster parent is a deeply personal decision. So we greatly appreciate your consideration and we can't wait to hear from you. Special thanks to our sponsors, Family Preservation Community Services. Um, If you know somebody who has space in their house, in their heart, definitely, definitely reach out to them um, as soon as you can because we know that the, the foster child crisis is real Mm. um in our state in north carolina but in all over definitely all over the country Country. so reach out to them um well around the country yes we've seen a growth in gofundme oh yes (laughs) and i just i mean you know what do we okay so we always see somebody and i well i do yeah on my timeline at the end of the year end up going into summer mm-hmm. or end of the summer when it's time to go back to school who has created a GoFundMe to pay for mm-hmm. the rest of their balance. Right. What do you think about that? Well, I haven't seen, I, I've seen some. They'd probably be too embarrassed to show you, Miss M. I, I've seen some things where, you know, you're raising money for your dorm room stuff, yeah. right? So that that's not the same to me, but I, I saw one recently for ten thousand dollars, and I, I shared it with you, and I'm like, "Well, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> we're we're trying to get people to apply for scholarships that are out there, and they're doing this 
you know. And as long as, I mean. And I guess people are donating. They are. Yeah. And that's where it gets tricky. So it's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. I will, I'm not. Yeah. So just, it's not personal. But if you are a colleague or a friend of mine mm-hmm. on social media, I'm never going to do that. Right. Because we keep finding ways to give you this information mm-hmm. for little to no cost. Yeah. This show is free. Yeah. Um, $5 for the scholarship fair. Mm-hmm. You post every day. Right. right. Scholarships on Pay Scholarship Academy. So the book is. Right. $30. $30. So I, it's hard for me to even right. look at those. Yeah. We also. And, and to me in my head, I'd see it and I'd said, that's going to take care of this year. Oh, yeah, because you just have to keep doing GoFundMe. But what I about guess. next year? Right. Yeah. Um, and that's what the first thing comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're trying to sal- satisfy a balance for the current situation. But if you don't do anything to change that, you're going to have the same situation. Right. And each, a, lot of well, times, each year. a lot of times that balance mm-hmm. that people need to return oh, is to not return. for the current balance. Correct. Yep. Yep. It's for last year's mm-hmm. balance. Mm-hmm. So we're just rotating a situation yeah. and, and just wallowing in. I, I had a student he for Francis Barron. He right. needed um, $2,700 to, I, I thought it was the current balance. Um, so I was sending him to different places, but it was the previous la- balance yeah, from last semester. And I'm the first thing I'm thinking is you got out like the, I think the end of November, right. Beginning of December, all of these jobs, 15, $16 an hour. At best, you could have come up with half, right? Right, um, but he still needed twenty seven in order to start his classes. Um, they were going to put him out of the dorm, right? All of this, um, we did find a solution mm-hmm. uh, for him in the campus. They there are some campuses, and I'm not telling every parent to go out there and you know yes. call. Don't say Miss M said this, but <laughs> they had some emergency right funding. Um, and so he had to write a letter and, and some other things and map out a plan. But now he's still on a deferment for. Right. And it just is a semester. It's yeah. just a, yeah. a vicious cycle. cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last couple years ago, I know South Carolina State mm-hmm. finished, you know, off some balances for some people so mm-hmm. they would be able to return. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we having the same concerns mm-hmm. with some of those students who need to return again. Right. And they're not. You know, right. blessing us with this right again because that wasn't the intent. Right. But that's kind of like with any sort of forgiveness, mm-hmm. being mindful of what that actually yeah. means. And so, I guess for me, when I see the GoFundMe's, and I know that there was another option. For mm-hmm. example, we saw one for Howard. Right. Um, I've seen them for pretty much all the schools. Mm-hmm. I've seen them for students who want to play sports at a school. Right. Like I saw one for, I think it was Columbia International or, um. Johnson and Wales that they wanted to play basketball mm-hmm. and then they gave them $10,000 to play yeah. basketball and they still needed $30,000 to right. attend school or whatnot. And they needed half of that to start the semester because right. they want to live their dream, you know, and I just felt like one, a kick in the stomach because I have preached yeah. and I try to tell people all the time how these things work. Right. And so I know that everyone wants their kid to, continue their mm-hmm. dreams and hopes and enjoy mm-hmm. that. But if you're having to make a GoFundMe in order to fund that dream, right? we're now having a different conversation. Oh, yeah, for sure. For um, sure. And so that's why I think it's really important mm-hmm. for people to understand the different types of schools. You know, I did NCAA yesterday. Right. So we talked about D1. Mm-hmm. 
D2 and D3 and headcount scholarships where, you know, schools get a certain amount Mm -hmm. of scholarships and that's all they get. Right. And so you want to make sure that you know what you're getting into. I was surprised. Well, not really surprised how many many people don't know the difference in the levels Mm -hmm. of schools in, you know, D1 and D2 and assuming that if you just go D1, then that scholarship is free. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just (laughs) going for a full scholarship just because it's Division I. Right. It depends on the sport and on the coach and all those different things. So just make sure that, you know, you're staying on top of that. The GoFundMe's also kind of lend itself to lack of preparation Mm -hmm. from the front end, too. I agree. Uh, You know, it just, it, I I don't know. I was stunned, you know, when I see it. (laughs) But, you know, I and I don't want anybody to come back and, you know, like, oh, they don't believe in the GoFundMe's. But I know and you know that there are thousands and thousands of scholarships. Yes. Like, who are we taking the time? What are we teaching our, our, our students and our kids? Um, it's just easier to to request a handout versus working hard, right? To um, and some of the scholarships are, you know, we talk about them. They're not that hard. No, they're not. And it's just taking the having, time. Yeah, and if you are having, you know, some financial issues, mm-hmm. there's a scholarship for that. Yep. You know, um, certain situations going on in your life. If you're passionate about doing certain things in your community, there's scholarships right. for that. You know, as well. But um, this was just an easy road, but I'm immediately thinking, but what about next semester? Right. Or next year? Right. You know, what is it going to be? And then how about the people who have to see you come home after they've donated fifty, a hundred, two hundred fifty dollars because you can't now where the where did that go? Yeah. I think that's a lot to ask people, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. For that, because you really don't know what's gonna happen. And and I even get, you know, students that I've worked with very closely and something happens it that happens and they have to come home and those things and Mm -hmm. so you know, work on trying to get them back on track, but just in general, mm-hmm. I think that's frustrating yeah. when you see those kind of things happen. So um, we're here to do what we can I to avoid that. Yeah, and I, like my student that returned back to Francis Marion, but the fir- very first thing I said was, what did you do during your Christmas break? Right. He sat at home. Mm-hmm. And I said, you, you have a, he has a car, very nice car. Um, you didn't try to work. You didn't try, you know, to go into the, the next town to... I mean, even Chick-fil-A, you know, yeah. somewhere um, would have paid you $14, $15 an hour. Right. You may not have gotten the, the entire 2700 Right. But you could have knocked off a good chunk. And it's or, a commitment. Yeah, yeah. And you, it's how much you want to do it. I right. mean, I And know. he didn't, he waited until the day before he was supposed to return to school. Yeah. To say something to, to us about it. Well, remember... <laughs> listeners at colleges there there are businesses yeah and so um i talked to a student who had to move out of their dorm mm. last sunday mm. because they didn't have the balance wow could not continue in the semester at that school wow um and but didn't ask any, anybody and mm-hmm. i think didn't relay that to even their family just went back just went back oh wow and it seemed, I mean, school is a nice place yeah, and everything, but then it's a business. It's a business. And I've seen time and time again where not just in January, but also in August, people mm-hmm. move into the dorm. Mm-hmm. I know Kyle to Charleston will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and if you haven't paid, they will put your stuff. They'll out. put your stuff out. They will. Um, they never take pictures of that part. Yeah. 
but that's the reality of it. So we're here to encourage you to get started earlier. Yes. So you know what's going on because um, I tell you, yesterday I had, I, it was really good to see so many 7th, 8th, ninth graders. I saw that. 10th mm-hmm. um, graders yeah. in the program because I felt like they were starting early enough to mm-hmm. understand and, and hopefully they'll have that buy-in. Yeah. Uh, talk to them about, you know, find something you like to do. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to just make up a community service thing or make up something you're passionate about because mm-hmm. I think that's also what stresses these particular seniors out now they've been very lazy mm-hmm. I don't know if the class of 23 oh, I've, I've, I've had it I, I know. <laughs> the class of 2023 is just I mean reeling from that ninth or 10th grade COVID mm-hmm. year but when I tell you this this class has been Interesting, in- and chal- interesting, and challenging. Yes, and, challenging. and I'm not just speaking on from my school. I'm no. talking about generally when we no. get scholarships like um, Jack can't cook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fifty six hundred. That. Yeah, that's a low number. Yeah. Right. For there, a national scholarship. Yeah, where the and I think I even said that. I mean, the household income can't exceed ninety five thousand. You can't. What we know is yes. more than fifty six hundred seniors, <laughs> right? Whose household income is is you know doesn't exceed that amount. But you know, Jack can't cook. They're giving up to fifty five thousand a year. Yeah, right. <sighs> yeah. So fifty six hundred applications, and I think they picked sixty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it it was just strange to yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know. And all these extensions, Amazon Engineer Scholarship. Uh, I've never seen yeah. that one extended. No, never, ever. And you know, we're pushing and pushing and mm-hmm. pushing. But I don't know if they just don't believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. But I've had a couple people reach out. And every now and then I set up, you know, people want to, well, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. And, you know, I made the mistake of telling someone that, you know, they were kind of late to the game. Mm-hmm. And um, when I talked to them yesterday after the session, I said what I meant by that was just generally speaking as a senior. Yeah. Preparing for admissions and for scholarships mm-hmm. in January is, is in general late. Right. Now, does that mean you can't get scholarships? Absolutely right. not. You just no. get started immediately. Yeah. But yeah. you've missed some of the bigger ticket ones. Mm-hmm. You've missed some opportunities to go ahead and have those essays written. So we want to make sure yep. that when we are preparing our students, we're preparing them young enough, parents having those conversations we talk about mm-hmm. because. And that was one of the questions in, in my room. The parent wanted to know how do you motivate <laughs> yeah. a kid. And, and I'm thinking I mean, we, <laughs> we just were not paying, you know, in school. I mean, that was my motivation. Like, yeah. here are these schools right now. They're going to offer you everything you need. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to attend one of these schools, then we need to do what we need to do. That's right. You know, to um, ensure that another school will um, give you those options. And, um, you know, we're talking about a lot of local and state level scholarships right. across the country now that are, are out um, especially for seniors, right? current college students as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so even those college students, you know, look back in your hometowns, in your state, mm-hmm. um, and see what, what's being offered. A lot of community foundations. Yes. Um, you know, we talked about... Central Carolina. Yeah, and there's, there's one where they will give you a full ride to USC or Clemson. Never mm-hmm. heard of it, right? right? So I'm like, oh, Jordan, here we go. You know, this, yeah. yeah, this is what you need to... And look at those scholarships. It says a lot of them, people just assume it's that first application when they're seniors. But in like, uh, it's the Eastern Federal Mm -hmm. one is in this area. But a lot of these community foundations, and for those of you who are out of state, 
there's organizations in your area, in your area yeah. that where people have passed away or people want to create an endowment, mm-hmm. they create it through a foundation. They don't have to manage the money. Right. Those foundations are usually connected with the bank. Yep. And they accrue interest in those things. And so it's valuable to them to just do that. So mm-hmm. it's not always a family that's you know doing it. They may just give that money. So look around um, at some of these foundations in your area. Mm-hmm. I promise they're almost in every area. Oh, yeah. um, and there, a lot of times they're regional. But those scholarships are not just for students who are coming out of high school. They oh. want you. Some of them want you to have established a major. Yep. Um, so like for nursing. Yep. There's one that you already have to be in the nursing program. Yep. There's one for forensics. There's fire. Right. Um, safety. There's. All types of, you know, if you were a volunteer firefighter, Mm -hmm. um, I saw one in our area, the Coastal Community Foundation, where I work. And, you know, if you were a volunteer firefighter, they're giving $5,000. Right. You know, so something as simple as that Mm -hmm. can get you scholarship. I mean, in the scholarship, I finally got my kids, finally. Yeah. To apply for. Mm -hmm. This family wants to give $20,000 a year. And Uh last year, they only had two people apply. Wow. So... All you had to do was be a graduate from our high school mm-hmm. and be a mm-hmm. black student. Yeah. That's that was it. Yeah. And then your GPA had to be a three point oh, which mm-hmm. was honestly most of the students who are applying to go on to college. Mm-hmm. So there it was really, really loose regulation on the scholarship yeah. and this foundation wasn't able to do that. And yeah. so I was glad to have gotten with the um the lady who's kind of distributing those mm-hmm. and it's just one application. Mm-hmm. One application. And it yeah. just you know, you submit your information yeah. to all the different scholarships and they kind of do that too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that eliminates bias and those yeah. things. So just make sure that in your areas, you're looking at those um, foundations and they mm-hmm. usually do theirs early enough. They do. So they can distribute it to mm-hmm. different schools and different areas. So keep an eye out for that. Um, what scholarships are coming down? Um, so, you know, I led into these at the, be- you know, the beginning of the sem- last semester, but it's officially open Lockheed Martin uh, we, if you were um, attending the scholarship fair yesterday and you saw the the PowerPoint, so there was a long, lengthy PowerPoint that um, showed, um, I think, about 200 scholarships. So, right. again, for $5, you can sit there with your phone and, you know, take pics of our slides. But Lockheed Martin will give 200 scholarships if you have at least a 2.5 GPA. Okay. And you're going into an engineering field, physics, computer science. Mm-hmm. Um, they're giving... Two hundred forty thousand dollars scholarships. Wow! For a two point minimum, two point five GPA. So you have to go through and do the application. You have to go through Scholarship America and do their application. And okay. now, last year they added on a vocational um, piece. So if you're going to a two year school and then going in one of those engineering programs, right? Then they'll give five thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. So again, that's another hub that we talked about. Scholarships America. Right now, currently thirty seven scholarships are available. For students across the country, um, they usually have about 200 scholarships throughout the year. Yeah. But right now, currently open 37. And, you know, Amazon Future Engineers yeah. was on that particular hub. And it I think it just closed on the 27th after being extended. Right. Yeah. Well, I think um, <laughs> I try to explain to I got some stuff for, you know, like Niche does those scholarships. Mm-hmm, and somebody was like, mm-hmm. is, is this legit? And I said, it is legit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, but it's like a raffle. Right. And so... You know, I guess they were checking one of my students because they have to do it every time. I was mm-hmm. like, well, you know, just like buying a lottery scratch off. It doesn't cost you also anything to do it. And they right. already have your information. Right. So it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. to do any of those. Um, I know that Foot Locker is over this month. Yeah. 
Um, but a lot of local but, yeah, and state are, level are cranking up. Oh my goodness. They yeah. they are really cranking up. Look at in your in your local area for sororities and fraternities. Right. They're starting to, you know, give out um, their stuff, but definitely in your area, um, and if you have multiple high schools, right. <laughs> we look, always say, yeah, look, look, go on there. If you can, go on their website. Right. <laughs> and just you know, be nosy and, and go on, on their counseling page or their scholarship page if they have it public. That's right. Um, and and a lot of them do because yeah. really you want, as counselors, we really want parents to be able to have access to mm-hmm. the documents. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we're, you know, most of them are not private. Right. You'll have some that are tied to like Google Classrooms and codes and stuff, but most of them are not private. Yeah. You can just go and take a little look-see. Yeah. It may have something that your school doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and a lot of people use the Pay Scholarship Academy mm-hmm. Facebook pages as a reference. Yeah. Yeah. So, one lady asked me yesterday, well, she, I said, well, you know, they were talking about how they heard about the fair. They heard through social, um, through social media. But one lady said, um, where do you go to find scholarships? And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, you just said you go to our page. <laughs> like we post every day. Right. But, I don't know. I, it's it's weird how people think sometimes. But, um, you know, I told her different places. Yeah. Um, it's going to really ramp up now, um, especially for seniors. It may get a little overwhelming. It, it will. You're, so get yeah. your, this is the time I was saying. Time management. Get your calendar, yeah. agenda, planner, whatever. Put the deadlines in there and then yep. go ahead and not just the deadlines, but also pencil in when you're going to start working mm-hmm. on that particular, you know, essay. So you mm-hmm. can make sure. That if it's like once a week mm-hmm. or once every four days that you yeah. want to work on the scholarship. So if it and, says. And keep your essays. Yes. keep Please keep your essays. And now is the time where recycling essays yes, actually work. The prompts are exactly. the same. Yeah. The fraternities and sororities prompts are very mm-hmm. much the same. Yep. Community service. How do you want to get back? How do you want to use your degree? Yep. Um, you know, go from there. Mm-hmm. I would say final words from Mrs. M, anything you want to tell people? Uh, no, we just a reminder that we do have one additional event, and then after that, we start preparing for the boot camps and the boot camp tours during the during the summer. But uh, we both know that a lot of our uh, messages come, yeah, when award <laughs> letters hit. So you know, just have a plan in place. Right. Uh, that's all I need to you have a plan. That's yours. Yeah, just have a plan. For me, place. I'll say. You know, Mrs. H going to tell you I the truth. And, you know, I've seen a lot of students yesterday and just in general are choosing some majors that mm. don't have clear paths. Mm. And I want you to think about when you're writing those essays, how clear your path is, because people do know um, if, you know, you're choosing a major in, you know, criminal justice or psychology or sociology, you know, that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. But they also want to invest their scholarship dollars into somebody who is going to be using that scholarship yes. for a degree they can use in the future. Mm-hmm. So a plan sounds good, mm-hmm. right? So I had a student, a lover, she was writing about a future in something that doesn't require a four-year degree. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, I said, now this particular job doesn't require a four-year degree. And she said, well, I'm going to college. I said, well, when you're writing those essays, right. make sure that whoever's reading it mm-hmm. can see that their money's not going to go to waste. Right. So not saying that psychology and criminal criminal justice and those things aren't wasteful mm-hmm. or wasteful degrees. What I'm saying is um, explain in the essay what you plan to do that and how that particular degree is going to help. And mm-hmm. a lot of times what I've noticed is students don't really know. Yeah. 
how that degree is going to help. So do a little bit of that research yes. on the back end, um, well, on the front end before you do that. Um, thanks so much for listening. Yes. Um, you can listen to Skulls and Dollars podcast anywhere you listen to your favorites, Amazon, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Future Plans underscore and Ms. M. Uh, Facebook, Instagram at Pay Scholarship Academy. Look for the yellow logo. All right. Thanks so much. All right.